Well, good morning, New Hope. Great to be with you on this celebration Sunday. I've, I've told this story before when it comes to these times of, of dedication or baptism, child dedication, but uh, I'm sorry, I'm partial to this story because it's about my daughter Gabby, so I'll tell it again. But uh, she was 10 years old, and uh, we were living in Burnsville. I was pastoring down there, and I had the privilege to uh, be kind of a pastor to the executive team of Feed My Starving Children uh, for a while, just to come monthly and encourage them in their great work of uh, glorifying God throughout the earth. And uh, they were opening a warehouse in Egan, Minnesota, and so myself and some other local pastors went to dedicate the warehouse uh, unto God and to glorify him. And it was a short little service, and it was really sweet, and uh, we were driving home, and I asked Gabby, how was that? And she said, it was awesome. God spoke to me. And I'm like trying to keep some composure of this significant event. And like, well, what did he say? And he said, I'm so glad they're dedicating this building to me. I said, well, have you ever heard? God speak to you before? And she said, yeah, earlier this year when we were having baptisms at church, God said, I'm so glad they're dedicating their lives to me. And so I love these kind of days when we choose to dedicate our children. Next service will dedicate, consecrate, baptize a few adults. I love these days because I've seen it firsthand of God speaking to the children saying how precious this is to get us dedicate ourselves to God. This is just a short little sermon today, uh, but here's the big idea. Dedication is not a one-and-done experience, but a serious and practical, continual effort to love and serve God with all our hearts. Here's the, the scripture uh, Pastor Justin probably mentioned it, but Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. If you're taking notes, first of all, there's the seriousness of dedication. Deuteronomy 6, we have uh, what's known as the greatest commandment. Uh, in Jewish culture, they called it the Shema. And it, 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 to hear, O Israel, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And it, it was so important that they were encouraged to multiple times throughout the day to repeat the Shema, to remember that God is one and that we are to love him with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And on this Celebration Sunday, we bring our children, we bring some adults, we bring all of ourselves before the Lord, and we choose to dedicate, to consecrate ourselves to God. 
And when we consecrate ourselves or we consecrate something, we, we're committing ourselves to God. We're recognizing that he alone is God. We're asking him to set us apart, to make us holy as he is holy. Leviticus 27 says it so well. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Do you see this is not just a one and done thing? We, we need to continually consecrate ourselves to the Lord to, to set our parts, ourselves apart, to be made holy as he is holy. I encourage you to read the whole context of Leviticus 20 and be reminded of the seriousness of the call to come away from the world and to be set apart for God. As I was reading through Leviticus 20 through the whole chapter, it was like, whoa, this is a serious call to come away from death and sin and judgment of the world and to come into the life of our loving and perfect Father. You see, this was literally like saving kids' lives. This wasn't some, let's put my little girl in a nice white dress and, you know, check off the list. They're dedicated in the church. No, this is like saving kids' lives because in pagan culture, they offered their kids in child sacrifice to the god of Moloch, to other gods. This is serious. God calls us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. He calls us from death to life. And so we want to realize what our sin is and be convicted of our sin and say, God, cleanse us. And I want to love you with my heart, soul, mind, strength. I don't want what that is. Does anybody have a testimony here today? Has God saved you? Has God rescued you? Has God given you life and peace? Has God paid the price for you? Hello, last weekend. There's a seriousness. And so we want to continually dedicate, consecrate ourselves to God. Bob Dylan said it well. You got to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. My voice is about as good as Bob Dylan, sorry. <laughs> Romans 8, 6. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. To dedicate our lives to walk in his ways is to set our mind on the spirit and thus receive the gift and the fruit of, of life as it's meant to be, full of life and peace. But to intentionally reject the love and worship of God is to set our mind on the things of this world of sin and eventual death and eternal separation from God. So there's a serious call to get, dedicate ourselves to God. Secondly, there's the, the practical steps of dedication. In this key text in Deuteronomy 6, we see the role of family and the role of the church in leaving a legacy for our next generation. And it's, it's the work of the family and the church to to build kids up in the faith, to know the word of God. And there's these four practical ways that we can teach these commandments, these truths of God's word. And it's the primary work, the emphasis on 
the family unit, and the church comes alongside to assist the family in raising kids up in the faith. But we often get that mixed up, don't we? We think, well, I'll just bring my kids to church and have the pastors and children's workers and youth pastors teach them about Jesus and check that off the list. No, it's the primary work of the home to raise our kids up in the truths of God's commandments and his salvation. Here again is the pattern. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So four ways, practical ways. First of all, talk about them when you sit at home. I've, I've mentioned this before when we talked about this foundational passage. It's, it's just good mental health to spend some family dinners together, isn't it? I mean, it's just proven psychology to, to spend some time sitting at home together. Well, the Word of God says take that time and add a little bit of the Word of Jesus in there. Talk about them, these commandments, when you sit at home. Aaron and I love the phrase, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. And I think many times we think like, well, I don't know what to do. And like, I'm not a pastor, John. I don't know what to talk about the word of God in, in my family. Well, and this is like, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. Just start doing it. Just pick up a devotional and read a short thing together. Ask one another, how was your day? Did you experience the love of God in any way in this day? Just do it. I love that because it just gets away from the excuses. Let's just, God, help us. Help us just honor you and talk about your commandments when we sit at home. Secondly, talk about them when you walk along the road. There's powerful just association as we carve out a path and we, we walk along the road or we drive a certain path and we talk about the word of God. We can aid in the memory and the association of, of God's truths with us. When the Bible talks about... Uh, Walking, it's a rich imagery of, of inviting God in every area of our life. So we want to we wanna come and worship, right? But we want to be walking with God and be reflecting on his word and his truths and asking him to help us dedicate ourselves to him. Whether we have family or not, the, the gift of encouragement is so important in the body of Christ to, to be encouraging one another. In church, our church came out of the, the Swedish revival in the late 1880s. And they couldn't get enough of Jesus. They couldn't get enough of the word of God. They couldn't get enough of the spirit of God. And they would gather together in one another's homes and in church. And they would ask each other this question. How is your walk with Jesus? We can do that with one another. How is your walk with Jesus? as we walk along the roads, as we go about our lives, as we invite God in, in all the areas of our lives. So we talk about them when we sit at home. We talk about them when we walk along the road. And thirdly, we talk about them when we lie down. This is such a key part of um, setting a stage for a, a good night is to, I think, in a family to 
tell a little Bible story or to just talk with one another create this space of peace and of God's presence. How was your day today? For yourselves, whether you have family or not, get off your dang phones. What do you want to be doing? How do you want to set the course of your night of sleeping? Do you want to be bombarded by social media or just to get the truth of God? Talk about these things. Talk about the Word of God as you lie down and set the course for a good night's sleep to pray over your loved ones. Say, God, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you that you're Lord of all. And we just invite you, anything not of the Lord Jesus must leave. Any fears, any doubts must leave in Jesus' name. Creating that space. I believe the psalmist could wake up in the middle of the night and call on God and love God because he, they would take this time to pray before going to bed. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road when you lie down. And fourthly, talk about them when you get up. I love the phrase, no Bible, no breakfast. But that's for me. I just love that. I get my coffee and spend some time with Jesus and the Word and no Bible, no breakfast. So I'm going to have the Bible so I can have breakfast. That's important to me. But how are we going to just start the day out with him? Tune in for a daily hope. I don't know, just uh, get, get in the Word. Read the verse of the day. Do something. And, and we know that life is busy, but send your kids off with a blessing. Send yourself off with a blessing. Thank you, God, that you're in charge. Watch over me this day. Help me to dedicate myself to you, to your service. This passage ends with the instruction to not only talk about God's word, but to tangibly have it before us. Jews would roll up the word of God and have it between their forehead and, and on their wrist. Uh, we can practically take the word of God with us, and we can have it in our homes. We can have it on a chalkboard. We can put it on the fridge. Tangibly have the word of God with you and around you. It's life and it's peace. It's salvation, it's protection, it's truth. It's good for the soul, it's good for the world. It's good for us, good for our families. Dedication is not a one and done experience, but a serious and practical continual effort to love and serve God with all our hearts. Would you pray with me? Holy Spirit, you're our advocate. You're our counselor. You lead us into all truth. And so as we are in your word today, we ask that you'd convict us of sin when we look at the seriousness of dedication. Make us holy, O oh God. We confess our sins. Cleanse us and purify us for your holy use. And Father, give us practical and creative ways to keep your word in your spirit before us. May we all continually dedicate ourselves before you and reflect your light, life, and peace to the world around us. Father, we bring the kids to you today that have been dedicated. And we thank you and praise you. And Lord, would your banner of love be over them and their families this day? We pray those 
life verses uh, given over them, the meaning of their name, your will for their lives. We pray for their families, Lord. May they mark this day as the beginning day to continually dedicate their families to you. And Father, we pray for each one here today. May we hear your voice. May we stand on your word. Thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for bringing us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Help us to walk with you and to dedicate ourselves to you in in practical ways like your word lays out before us. We love you, Lord Jesus. Help us to love you with our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. And enjoy you forevermore. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Amen.